Welcome to Campfire Football. I'm Sebastian North. The fun thing about doing this is on a daily basis, I try and find something I want to talk about, and I'm more or less guided by inspiration on this. It's not that I have a list of topics I want to cover. I see that there's a bunch of games going on on a certain day, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to just give my analysis and report on what happened there. The reality is there's so many of us podcasting that are doing that kind of thing that I want to at least try every now and again to bring something a little bit different. And today I was hugely inspired by a story that I read on ESPN entitled Robman's Mission, Smash Guinness World Records and Challenge Soccer's Gender Equality Problem by Kathleen McNamee or Kathleen McNamee. Pardon me if I got it wrong on both attempts. But this was interesting. It was an article about a woman who is going and create, is doing these incredible Guinness World Records related to football and has this amazing past and present of coaching and playing. And the story was fascinating and hugely inspiring. So I felt it'd be really fun to bring it to you today. This is a woman who, by the way, has holds five Guinness World Records for football-related things. She has played for two national teams, promotes and, you know, works in girls' football in the Middle East, and has also held clinics and sessions for girls in refugee camps. So if, if all of this is not somehow intriguing to you on a human connection and football level, uh, I really don't know what will be. Now, I am recommending that you go ahead and check out that article. There's another one that was on FIFA's website called Dino Robman's Love of Special Challenges. So I'd recommend checking out both of them. They're really inspiring. And it's mostly because her entire goal in doing a lot of this is to A, make stuff happen, and B, show that it's doable, especially to girls. And I work in girls soccer and I can tell you right now, the more and more we push the possibility, right? Like you can do this, why not? That's when it's actually gonna continue to get traction and grow. And it's a lot of fun seeing how it's been growing. So I just wanted to really go through this woman's profile because she fascinated me and, I, and this whole story is just incredible. So Dina Rothman, she's from Fulham. Started playing at the age of seven, only with boys. It was only a few years later that a girls program was actually put in place. When she was 15, she signed for one of the first professional teams in Europe in 2000. She signed with Fulham. And that program was went for about three years. Eventually, sort of, they had to go backwards. They went back to being a semi-pro team. But in that time, she had gotten herself as a member of the England squad, ended up with 18 caps, played in two European championships, and then went and played for a year in Egypt, which is uh, the country of her father's birth. And while she was there, played for a year, tore her ACL, came back to England, and was doing some coaching with the Arsenal Ladies program. And then she was given an opportunity in that time to go to Bahrain, take a little five-day trip down there and, and work a little bit with the women's program. She fell in love with it, fell in love with the place, fell in love with the man, decided she wanted to stay and make her mission growing girls football in that area, in the Middle East, but you know, obviously in that country in Bahrain. You imagine the religious and cultural barriers that a woman would have to go through 
in doing some of the things she did. And this, some of this included going to remote villages and bringing football to young girls. Not something you would really expect from a lot of Middle Eastern countries, especially when you're talking about nine, 10 years old. And she had a, she had a really interesting quote about this. She said, it's very strict in some areas there, especially when they get to nine or 10 years of age. They're at home and they don't play sport. So it was amazing to see all these girls completely buzzing around. We were playing in some really remote places where we just had cones and sand and it was really touching to see them enjoying themselves and doing exercises and playing football with us. I mean, that's really an inspiring thing. And she took this all the way. She started a girls' academy in Bahrain, started with two players. After two years, she had over 100. It's astonishing. It's terrific. She started the country's first women's league, which is now governed by the Bahrain FA. I mean, imagine that. Imagine starting something like that and then the governing body of football in the country has adopted it as the league that they now manage, support, and run. It's incredible. She also started Techers with her husband in 2015. It's an academy. They have eight locations. They have over 200 girls in the program. Again, this started in Bahrain. You know, everything that she is doing on a promotional level for football and humanity is astounding. So huge props. But it doesn't stop there. She also has five world records, remember? So let's get into those real quick. I want to make sure I get all the numbers right here. So first of all, playing number one, playing in an 11-a-side game with the most number of nationalities. So obviously this isn't just 22. This isn't just the 11 on each side. This is everyone who's involved in subbing in and out of the game. Right? Incredible. Fun thing. Must have been a really good time and a joy to also organize. It gets better. She participated in the biggest five-a-side game ever. 800 players participated in a single game that lasted for five days. Her team played a seven-hour overnight stint. Amazing. Number three, highest altitude football match. They did this on Mount Kilimanjaro. They played on a volcanic ash pitch at 18,760 feet or 5,718 meters. It was 32 women, age 15 to 55, who hiked up the mountain and played a match and came down. It's incredible. That sounds like so much fun. Here's another one. Number four, lowest altitude football match. They had to knock that one off, right? This was in Jordan at the Dead Sea. 1,412 feet or 430 meters below sea level. So these first four records are all clearly soccer community type of things. You get a group of people together. Everyone plays football and has a great time and sets a record. The fifth one, she was intending to do a penalty record, which was to get a team of people together to score as many penalties possible in the space of an hour. But we're in a pandemic and you can't get a bunch of people together striking penalties one after another. So she re-looked at it and checked how many penalties an individual had converted in 24 hours. The number was 1,111. She decided I can do that. So she enlisted eight goalkeepers And she went ahead and put a ball down 
and for 24 hours went ahead and scored 7,876 penalties. Now, like I said, this fifth record was done kind of as an individual thing. But that was more based on circumstance that were forced on her. Overall, you can tell what this woman does is inspire by using football as a binding agent for humanity. Look, be inspired. Try wild ideas. Take football everywhere you go. Try to play with people. I mean, I'm starting to get the idea. I need to bring little pug goals to every country I go to and just make sure I got a mini ball because being able to toss it down and play with anybody is really one of the most enriching things you can experience. If you haven't yet, I hope for you, you will. I'm sure many of you who have played the game your entire lives, you've had a couple stories, at least a couple, where you've played with sort of random strangers in a random place and it was this beautiful thing. Well, you can also organize something that is big and enriching and powerful as well. So, everybody, stay inspired, stay hungry, and dream. Dream of something interesting. And if you want to make it happen, take a page out of her book. Again, I'll just reference these two articles one more time because I thought they were great. ESPN's was called Rothman's Mission, Smash Guinness World Records and Challenge Soccer's Gender Equality Program by Kathleen McNamee or McNamee. And uh, the other one was on FIFA's website. I didn't see an author, which I thought was a little weird. Uh, called Dina Rodman's Love of Special Challenges. I hope this was inspiring and I hope kind of interesting to all of you. Please check out those articles. There's a lot of information I chose not to add in here because there's also some inspiring quotes and stories in there that may give you some inspiration as well and something to chew on. Thanks so much. This has been Campfire Football. Have a good day.